0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. Today is Sunday, February 12th in the year 2023, and I am broadcasting from lovely, windy Escazú, Costa Rica. This is Deb McBride, and I am your astrologer for the next half hour. So (laughs) um, yes, it's still windy here. Yes, you heard me talk about it last week. Yes, I just went out to look at the sunset, and it's windy, and I took a jacket. Yep. Here we are with the weather in Costa Rica. So you get so much more than astrology on my podcast. You get the weather in Costa Rica. You get to hear about, you know, Costa Rica. So anyway, let's talk about astrology. So some housekeeping. I am giving... A couple of lectures. One of them is with the group called Internations. They're an expat organization and their website is internations.org. And next Saturday, the 18th at 11 a.m., I am giving a lecture on transits and aspects. So natal aspects and then transit aspects. And I've been asked to do that. Um, it's free for Internations members. And generally it's not open to the public at all unless you are a member of Internations and you can come. So these are kind of basic astrology things, but it gets a good crowd and people get excited about it. And and so it's usually very fun, but um, it's on Zoom. It's Saturday morning. Well, it's 11 my time if you are in another time zone, because the person who's hosting this is in Germany and so it's like 7 p.m. or so for her um, 6 7 p.m. so if you are in another time zone please make the adjustment 11 central standard time and that is Saturday the 18th then I am giving a lecture on my own my own lecture um, that I am hosting on February 21st it's a master class about Saturn going into Pisces Pluto going into Aquarius But this is more than just the two of them, what they mean. It is about the time we're in and that we are shifting. Next month is a major month. We have three big planets changing signs. And I call Mars big because it's been one place since August. And so we have a big, big, big shift coming next month. And so this is vital information for going forward. Saturn's not coming back to Aquarius, it's going into Pisces, that's it, we're done, next month. Pluto is going into Aquarius, going to come back and forth, going to be a long transition, but still this is very important to get the sense of what these next 20 years are going to be about. And uh, this is happening on Tuesday the 21st at five central time or six eastern time it's 77 dollars and it will be recorded it's going to be zoom it's going to be recorded now you can't make it. You just can sign up for it, which people do. And I will send you the recording when we are finished. So don't worry. You know, this is the, this is the magic of technology where we are now. We can, we can do recordings of our lectures and then it will be available. You can buy it before you can buy it after you can reserve your spot for the, for the lecture that night. Now, what I want to say is for the, For the time being, this is going to be the last astrology lecture that I do on my own for the foreseeable future. I don't know when I will be presenting another astrology lecture to the general public. Internations will ask me to do more things. I will do more things with them. But this is the last time I am doing this for now. I don't foresee anything else coming up. There's going to be Venus retrograde. Maybe I'll do something then but I am going to be giving other lectures with other topics, and we'll roll those out as the months progress. But right now, as far as astrology goes, this is the last one for now. So if you like watching my astrology lectures, I suggest you come, okay? And it is important. It's really important that we have An acknowledgement of what's going on next month because this is going to be enormous, enormous. This is like we're minding our business right now, but this is a huge, huge shift, okay? A shift in consciousness, a shift in the way things are going, the way we've been doing things, the way things are coming towards us, okay? There are going to be things that I discuss in this masterclass that are not going to be discussed on my podcast or on Instagram because they're going to be very detailed, such as, you know, what houses these two planets go through. And I expect this to be kind of long. That's why I made it a little earlier, because I do expect it it might run about two hours. Because if I go through each planet and what it's going to feel like in those houses, it's going to be long. And, you know, the other thing is that when we look at this, we have to also consider the dynamics Saturn and Pluto were in. Uh, very near three years ago, that they were conjunct, and now they're very separate. But this is this is very interesting what they're doing. So, what each planet is doing on its own, relationship to one another. This is very important. Okay, so I invite you to come. Please join me, and uh, you know it'll be recorded, like I said. So. Moving right along to the week we have at hand. So, today is the 12th of February, and this week we have some interesting things. There's going to be some shifts forward again. Now, the first thing that's happening right now I'm going to talk about is that the moon is opposite Uranus, and that's where it is, you know, in the last hour or so. And this is where the moon is in Scorpio. And I'm talking about this very, very immediate aspect because. Uranus is going to start moving forward, 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 and the moon is now moving far away from the node. So now the moon is at 15, and the node is like at six degrees or something. So they're, they are separate enough. Before, remember, six months ago or so, we had south node, moon, all together, opposite Uranus, simultaneously with Uranus at the north node. Now we've moved on, and the, the nodes travel backwards. So we're, we're looking at the moon and Scorpio opposite Uranus and Taurus. Now, this is an interesting dynamic for a number of reasons. First of all, they're opposite. And if you are feeling a little bit agitated, impatient, or uh, you're experiencing some chaos, this is the moon opposite Uranus and Uranus is the chaotic planet. But what's really interesting here is that the moon really likes to be in Taurus, and Uranus likes to be in Scorpio. They're both at exaltation points there. The moon's exalted in Taurus, but it's in Scorpio. Uranus is exalted in Scorpio, but it's in Taurus. So that means that they're in their fall. Both planets are in their fall as I speak, and they are opposite one another. So this isn't just any old moon opposes Uranus once a month. Every month this happens, and they are in this dynamic that they're both uncomfortable, and they're aggravating each other. So, you know, imagine that you've got two people who are interacting with each other across the table, and they're both unhappy with where they're sitting that's what this is like. So you're sitting in your seat, and maybe you're both at a restaurant and you are getting too much of the open door, everything just blowing on you, it's cold. And the other person is too close to the kitchen and they're getting all the noise, right? So imagine both of you are uncomfortable in your seats. So this is something to pay attention to. So if you are feeling a little out of sorts today or a little um, agitated, this is definitely where this is coming from. Now tomorrow the moon is going to move along and make some interesting relationships to Saturn and the sun which are in Aquarius. The moon is going to square the sun, the moon is going to square Saturn and um 11.01 a.m. Eastern time, the moon is going to square the sun, and then 3.53 p.m. Eastern time, the moon is going to square Saturn. They are in a very strong dynamic because the sun and Saturn, and we're going to talk about this next, they are going to conjunct this week. So this is important. This is important because the sun is getting ready. This is the last week the sun will be in Aquarius. Because guess what? On Saturday the 18th, when I'm doing my lecture, um, actually later, um, Sun enters Pisces. Sun will enter Pisces. It's leaving Aquarius. This is the last week of the Sun in Aquarius till next year, till next January of 2024. Okay, so this is a moment when we are a little bit... mm, not ourselves. And I feel this, like it's been, obviously the moon has been opposite Uranus every month and for months, but this one seems a little bit more agitating. And I think it's because of the proximity to Saturn and not that they weren't in, you know, sun Saturn, let's say sun Saturn, because it's been, It's been a dynamic that's been brewing for the last few days, and it's brewing even more strongly this coming week. And what about that dynamic? The sun is meeting Saturn. They meet once a year, wherever Saturn happens to be, because Saturn is slower. So it's like the sun goes to Saturn's house, okay? And that's what it really looks like. And the sun goes to Saturn and conjuncts Saturn, because sun is faster than Saturn, and it is a very tedious little moment. Now it's an Aquarius where Saturn likes to be an Aquarius, but when the sun comes along, the sun doesn't really love to be an Aquarius. It will be the 16th, this Thursday, 1148 a.m. Eastern time, the sun comes to Saturn. So what's going to happen in these next few days, we're going to feel restrictions, we're going to feel borders, limits, boundaries, and it's good time to use your boundaries and establish boundaries, but it's not a good time to like pound your fist on the table and say I demand liberation which is very aquarian okay so the sun going to saturn is going to be a bit tedious and now tomorrow the moon is going to get involved in that action because it's in scorpio and now that the sun and saturn are coming close together you know the sun is light and it's shining it's light and on saturn so this is an interesting dynamic. First of all, Saturn is where we have boundaries and limitations, duties and responsibilities. So don't be surprised if duties and responsibilities get a little more intense this week because the Sun always highlights and brings forward what that other planet is doing. So if the Sun was conjuncting Venus, for example, which it's not, or the Venus conjuncting the Sun because Venus is faster, this would be um, a little more pleasant, right? Right. But it's Saturn. So we have to expect that we're going to be, we need to be responsible. And if you have things that you have to take care of, chores and things, then you do need to pay attention to those this week. Now, the other thing is, and I said this on Instagram the other day, what are you avoiding? This is the last time that the sun will conjunct Saturn in Aquarius until 28 years from now. Okay? Okay. So this is the last Sun-Saturn conjunction in Aquarius. Of course, next year the Sun will conjunct Saturn, but in Pisces. So, you know, if you're in Aquarius or you're someone like who has a lot of Aquarius in your chart, this is particularly going to hit home for you. This is what happens. This is the last Sun-Saturn in Aquarius for 28 years. So this is your last moment. Now, if you are experiencing areas where you'd rather be free areas where you'd rather be liberated areas where you want to be establishing your own authority then this is where you need to do some work and I said the other day what are you avoiding there are things that we need to tie up and work on and get through and not avoid between now and the time the sun enters Pisces in March So, and this is another thing I'm going to talk about in my lecture. Where are you dealing with endings and tying up loose ends? And it isn't just like, oh, I've got to call the vacuum cleaner repair guy. You know, okay, that's a nice little chore to deal with. But there's bigger stuff going on, right? Um, Where are you not calling your accountant? Where you have that visceral feeling of, ugh, I have to call my accountant. I have to call my attorney. I have to call my mother-in-law. I have to go to the doctor. What are you viscerally avoiding? Where are you going? I'll do it tomorrow. I'll put it off. Where are you going to say, I don't want to deal with this. Why can't my mother-in-law call me? You know, why can't, if there was something going on, then why aren't they talking to me? Why do I have to constantly go after them? Well, because it's Saturn and we have to do work. We have to like pick up the phone and do some work. This is, you know, the big sigh of Saturn. And this is where, you know, there's definitely things that we'd rather not do. Oh, I'll do it next week rather not do. Now, if you're not feeling well, that's another matter. If you're like, oh, I just can't focus on it this week. I've got, you know, I'm I'm coming down with a cold. I've got a migraine. I'm not feeling well, whatever. Then you take care of yourself. And maybe that's something else too. Maybe you, you're just running, running, running because Saturn makes us run and you're not feeling great. And you're just, you just keep avoiding rest. Don't avoid rest. That's another thing. Responsibility to your body. Rest rest, definitely take some rest and take some well deserved breaks. Okay. So you want to stay aware of where you could be viscerally dreading doing something. And it could be that you're, you know, you're starting a new website or you're starting a new job or you're starting a new project. or You have starting a job search. We all hate job searches, right? So wherever you need to prepare, these are the things that Saturn is asking us to tidy up, And figure out and deal with okay and work with our fears and anxieties because Saturn always shows us where we are afraid or uh, dreading or and there's something very important behind that because if you are really avoiding something there's a part of it that needs to happen in your life for you to move forward in your life So if you're, you're like frightened or, or anxious, then it is a place to go to not to avoid because this is, there's something there. Your emotions, which are energy in motion, are telling you that the energetics of this are going to serve your life and make you grow in some way that maybe it doesn't feel good to avoid it anymore. Okay. And not avoiding something and just facing it head on and picking up the phone or writing that email or opening the envelope, whatever you need to do, it's important to make sure that you are addressing it like adults. (laughs) I say it that way because that's what Saturn wants. Saturn wants us to grow up and be responsible always. So that's the sun and Saturn. So I can tell you that if you are avoiding something by the time the sun gets to Saturn on Thursday, you'll know what it is. <laughs> Saturn Saturn and the sun will show you what it is, okay? And if you are working through things one at a time and pieces at a time, then you can say, "Okay, I'm doing it, I'm working on it. I'm being responsible." And you'll feel what happens you'll feel that relief or you'll feel like, oh yeah, there's this other little piece. I hadn't thought of that. Okay. But the sun to Saturn is always giving us these dynamics to explore and to be aware of and to be responsible about. Okay. And that's the thing we need to do is like, where am I not being responsible or where am I just saying, I don't want to deal with this and really just having to just bite the bullet and do it. That's Sun and Saturn. Now, the day before, Wednesday the 15th, we have Venus and Neptune. And they are conjunct, and they do this once a year. Venus comes to Neptune. And lately, for many years now, Neptune's been in Pisces, and Venus is in one of her favorite places. Now, this is a big contrast to what we've just been discussing. These two like to be in Pisces, okay? I said the Sun didn't want to be in Aquarius, but venus likes to be in pisces and neptune likes to be in pisces and they are joining each other on wednesday the 15th at 7:25 a.m. eastern time now that's early but it that means it's in aspect on valentine's day and if you're looking for a particularly romantic valentine's day well then this is the one for you because venus and neptune are coming into contact by conjunction in the same place at the same time, right at Valentine's Day. So this is particularly romantic. Now, if you're someone who doesn't pay attention to greeting card holidays, um, then you wanna use this energy in a creative, visionary, sensitive, intuitive way. That's what this energy is about. It's also, you know, something beautiful. It also can be on the darker side because everything's got light and dark. Um, you're fooled about something, so you might be going out on a like a new date on Valentine's Day with a new person. Maybe it's like the second time you're going out or something, and you're thinking it's going somewhere, and it might not be. It's just fun for right now. So that could be Venus Neptune. Like you're thinking this is all that, and it ain't. So. Um, Be very close to your intuition in these days because it will tell you the truth. And Venus and Neptune are optimistic. They're more optimistic than Sun and Saturn. They're not going to shake their finger in your face and say, you're not doing the right thing. You're not taking responsibility. But it's an interesting dynamic that these two major aspects are happening at the same time. Because if you uh, are not taking responsibility in your relationships, for example, you're going to see it. Or you are not being, you're avoiding the dialogue with a partner. Like we said, Sun, Saturn, maybe you're avoiding something. Venus, Neptune, a partner. Um, Maybe you're avoiding a dialogue with a partner. It's not going to work. So it's interesting because... Venus and Neptune really allow us to go deeply into our feelings, our emotions, our deep sense of creativity. And if you need that sense of creativity this week, maybe you're working on something deeply creative. This is excellent energy for that. It's also a very strong, like I said, intuitive psychic thing to be looking at because they're in Pisces and Pisces is the mystic, the intuitive the healer it's a great day to do healing work it's a great week to do healing work and that all that healing work ties all up the Venus Neptune and the Sun Saturn because you're taking responsibility for your emotions and you're working through something deep and, in, and insightful and soul oriented and you are allowing the tears to flow perhaps and you're getting some sort of relief by taking the initiative and working through this. So this is a very deep week as far as you know energies are are concerned. We are like really looking at things in a in a profound manner. And so I I find this to be very interesting that this one very optimistic, hopeful, romantic aspect is happening at the same time with this very ultra responsible you know, you better be like toe in the line here (laughs) aspect. So this is, this is really interesting where the two of them are happening almost simultaneously. And, you know, Venus and Neptune are going to be there. We're getting revved up for them. And then we're getting revved up for sun and Saturn at the same time. So balance these energies this week. Venus and Neptune are really beautiful. So go do something like see the sunset. Go do something like buy yourself a beautiful gift. Um, Accept a beautiful gift. Send somebody else who's a friend a beautiful gift. Give them a beautiful gift. Say you're not in a relationship, okay? And Valentine's Day is like meh for you, okay? Um, Don't feel that same pressure to go out and find a date, Find something that's going to take yourself on a date. Find something that's going to serve you and serve your soul. And Venus-Neptune is also self-love. So we want to be very aware of loving ourselves on a deep level. That's not self-indulgence, okay? That's not buying a tub of ice cream and shoveling it down your throat thinking that I'm going to be good to myself. And it's very self-indulgent and it's like not good to yourself because it's not healthy for you to eat all of that ice cream. But maybe you want to take yourself to lunch. Maybe you want to take yourself to a beautiful dinner. Maybe you want to take yourself for a massage or, or a spa treatment or something, or a beautiful walk in the park. So you know, all of those things are things that we want to do to self-nurture, self-love, and generate that sense of deep peace and love within ourselves. Okay. I like that Venus-Neptune comes before Sun-Saturn because if you're beating yourself up under Sun-Saturn, then you'll have at least, you know, some time to be nice to yourself before. (laughs) But also, if you are like I said, you, you don't want to be self-indulgent, so you don't want to eat the tub of ice cream and then the next day, Sun, Saturn, regret it, right? So, so do something lovely for yourself that's healing, that's special, that's nurturing, that gives your heart happiness. What brings you happiness? Fall in love with your life again. Fall in love with yourself again. It doesn't need to be a partner sending you cards, bringing you chocolates and flowers, okay? It doesn't need to be that. It doesn't need to be, you know, the romantic thing. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. If you're in a relationship, it should be romantic regularly. You know, you have date night or, and stuff. It it should be something really um, special on a regular basis. It shouldn't wait for Valentine's Day. So that's, that's my... That's my lecture about Valentine's Day. So it's interesting that Venus and Neptune are coming at that time. Now, if you're not in a relationship, don't sit home and weep because Venus Neptune is very sensitive. Go do something for you. Okay? That means you need love. If you're going to weep, you need love. Okay? All right, other things that are happening this week is the sun is going into Pisces. So like I said, the sun is going into Pisces. It's not coming back into Aquarius again. We're done with Aquarius. As of Saturday the 18th at 5.34 p.m., sun goes into Pisces. We're in a new thing. Now, that means the sun goes from being ruled by Uranus and Saturn as co-ruler to Neptune. So we're shifting out of the Uranian time and we're moving into the Neptunian time. And we're getting tastes of this with that Venus Neptune. And it is now uh, like the second sign is finishing of the year. We finished Capricorn, now we're going to finish Aquarius. So this is the last week of Aquarius. And like I said, this is the last time Sun and Saturn are going to meet in Aquarius. So what Aquarius lessons have you learned? Where did you experience freedom? Where did you want? Liberation. Where did you want autonomy? Have you achieved those things? So, and where have you allowed yourself to be just downright weird, wearing crazy clothes and wild outfits, and um, giving yourself uh, the the free reign to just totally be the individualist that you are? Okay, if you haven't gotten those things in make sure you do it this week. Wear your most outrageous outfit, your most outrageous hat, crazy sunglasses. It's the last week of Aquarius. Make it all happen. Go right out there and, and express yourself deeply, profoundly, individually. That's what you want to do this week if you haven't in these last three weeks. And then we have, we have nice Mercury that is in Aquarius now. And so now he's in Aquarius and he's all revved up in Aquarius these last couple days. And he's like, you know, thinking and figuring and analyzing and doing and thoughtful. And he's got some brilliant and wild ideas. So let that Mercury planet of communication speak and let your wild ideas, the deep creativity that what if we got outrageous and we tried this think outside the box energy to flow in a meaningful profound way the innovation use the muscles that are not often used don't keep going down the same path of you, you know you can be an expert in something but you've got to You've got to change things up a little bit once in a while. And that's what Mercury in Aquarius once a year invites us to do. Change up your ideas. What if we did this instead of that? Think about what you're doing. Do the opposite. Try some opposite energies, upside down energies. Look at it from a different perspective. That's what Mercury in Aquarius is going to help us do in these next weeks. Mercury will talk to Jupiter on Friday the 17th, next Friday, and they are speaking very sweetly to each other, 9.13 p.m. on Friday night, Eastern Time, and Mercury and Jupiter have a lot to say, because that means we're going to be more verbose, we're going to be more thoughtful, we're going to like open up our minds more, so there's there's a lot of openness to the mind this week, and I highly recommend allowing your ideas to flow, do some free writing do some free opening of ideas and thoughts in in your mind. Um, And then our friend Venus, who is in Pisces, is going to talk to Pluto sweetly on Sunday the 19th, 12.05 p.m. Eastern Time. She's going to have a lovely chat with Pluto, who is at the very end of Capricorn, and they're going to have this conversation, maybe for the last time, this sextile from Capricorn, where Pluto is, to Venus and Pisces because next year at this time of the year when Venus is in Pisces he's going to be in Aquarius right Pluto will be in Aquarius as of next January and I don't think Venus in Pisces is going to speak to Pluto in sextile this way again so fascinating. Another last aspect. So this is a lifetime last aspect. Venus and Pisces sextile Pluto in Capricorn. That's a very lovely um, dynamic, meaning friendships deepening, relationships deepening, communication and feelings deepening, projects, creative projects deepening. That's what those are. That's what Venus and Pluto do together. That's the explanation of what that feels like. So it's it's an interesting week to go deep, go deep with yourself. Go deep on varieties of levels in your thoughts, in your ideas, in your emotions, in your feelings and don't be afraid. So this is the message of the week. Don't be afraid to go deep. Allow the depth to flow and be with you and whatever it brings up, it brings up. This is the week to be a little bit of a hero to yourself this week. Allow yourself to go deeper and be proud of yourself for doing it, okay? So that is about it for the week, and next week on the 19th, we will meet again. There's a new moon, and that will be in Pisces, because we'll already be in Pisces, but it's like the the moment of, it's either Pacific or Eastern time. That It's going to be Sunday or Monday, depending on where you live in the United States, but then if you are in Uh, A foreign country and another place other than North America, you're going to be feeling that new moon really on Monday. So, really, probably the only time zone that's getting it is uh, Pacific, unless you're in Hawaii. Hawaii will get it Sunday. Um, So, yeah, that new moon will probably be more like Monday the 20th for most of us. And this is the week in between the full moon and the new moon, it's the fourth quarter. Uh, that we'll experience tomorrow and in gardening terms this is um, in Spanish meguante. so when we have the time between the full moon which was last week and next week which is the new moon there's one week in between that's this week and that's the time to clip your plants, do a lot of good gardening for your garden and so I transplanted my roses today into bigger pots I clipped them back yesterday we clipped back plants this is so that the plants grow And become more thick and beautiful and flower and stuff. It's a good time to clip. You have to clip back plants. If you don't do it, they just get overgrown and they stop flowering. And so, um, and they stop, like, they get kind of spindly and stuff. So the good time to, like, work with plants is between the full moon and the new moon. So that's a new perspective if you didn't know that happy valentine's day have a beautiful week and remember that my lecture is available I'm going to be giving that on the 21st and we'll talk about it again next week one more time and that's Saturn and Pisces Pluto and Aquarius it's the big shift and you can sign up for that on my website thegoldenastrologer.com click on book online it's where you also book sessions but you can also scroll down and see where you can book that And if you are inclined, Instagram, my Instagram is The Golden Astrologer, and you can book it through there too, because it will take you right to the link. You can go into my stories where I have links and offers, my little circle that says offers in my profile, it's in there. So the links and stories and offers, and I invite you to come to this very important experience of these big planetary shifts thank you for listening. Gratitude to one and all. Have a beautiful week. Love yourself. Go deep. Don't be afraid. Thanks for listening.